Hi everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of The Rodcast with me Paul Johnson. I hope you're good, I hope you're well. On today's episode of The Rodcast I'm so excited to be out on the beach testing a good new reel from Penn, that's P-E-N-N, a fantastic tackle company that I really rate highly, uh, based in America, big global brand and they've got a new beach caster reel out which is one of my favourite reels which is always the fixed spool, a tapered spool, fixed spool reel and it's a beach casting reel being tested by me up the beach in our tackle on test feature and in our species feature as we wring out the last bits of heat from our little Indian summer that we're kind of having we're going to be looking to see if we can find some turbot off of our coasts mainly in the south and southwest and the coasts of Ireland and up to Scotland around the rocky marks which break into sand turbot will be lurking and I'm going to see if I can help you catch some of those very expensive eating fish so welcome along one and all to the Rodcast. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well now, it's time for that Tackle on Test feature, which we love doing here on the Rodcast. When I get boxes delivered to our office down here on the Kent Coast, it's always exciting to find out what they are. Um, usually, anyway. Um, you know, apart from bills, they tend to come in big chunky envelopes. But uh, when boxes come along and you look at them and you think, oh, it could be a reel here, I'm very pleased with that. And one such reel was sent to me just the other day which i was very excited about and that is the new pen surf blaster 3 now it's not strictly speaking brand new because it came out amongst the covid problems that we had sort of january february march this year so it kind of got buried in in all the uh covid news etc um so it didn't really get the big launch that perhaps it deserved but it's a pen reel and i've used pen tackle over the years and i really do like their tackle the thing about pen is they're a very old established company now even their old multipliers the old pen surf masters and pen boat master reels with the almost bakelite sides and brass fittings and those egg-shaped handles they used to have in the antiques market are beginning to be worth quite a lot of money um you can't really buy an old pen reel you know from the 50s 60s or even 70s for love nor money um, or unless you've got a lot of money anyway so the pen brand has been quite a force to be reckoned with over the years a rich past a rich heritage and they're still making great reels today otto hens 
founded the Penn Fishing Tackle Company way back in 1932. And uh, ever since then, they've been modernising reels, designing reels, very well-built reels, it has to be said, at the mid-to-high price range, which is where Penn kind of sit, renowned for their quality and their products and their components. And uh, they are still going strong. Um, if you take a really quick look back into the 1922, Otto Hens left Germany at the age of 25 um, to go to the United States to pursue the American dream, if you like. He began work as a machinist for Ocean City Reels in Philadelphia. But Mr. Hens had bigger ideas and aspirations, and soon he started his own company. And he left Ocean City Reels and started his own fishing company called Penn Fishing Tackle Manufacturing Company. Bit of a mouthful. Not really a snazzy brand, Penn Fishing Tackle Manufacturing Company, but well known now as just Penn, and he's established his company on the third floor of a loft room in 492 North 3rd Street in Philadelphia. And ever since then, now now worldwide brand, really have taken off through the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, introducing really good reels. Uh, one of their major big issues was 1953, when they brought out the Penn Fearless Number no. 9, which was introduced for light tackle, and all-round freshwater fishing. 1955, the new IFA catches a major record in shark fishing, and at that time, in 1959, they had a whole range of reels and were up to a number of 77 different models of all kinds of stuff. That was by 1959. Throwing ourselves forward now, current day pen celebrates 75 years and they really are continuing to produce really good reels this particular reel was an upgrade actually to a fixed ball reel they had out a few years ago and that was a hard thing to follow because pen really do make good reels and it's quite hard sometimes to actually update them but this was the pen surplaster 3 it comes in two sizes the 7000 and the 8000 size so it's the kind of smaller end if you like of the chunky fixed balls that i go on and on about they didn't change a lot about it from their last reel but they made it a slightly different color this reel is now a nice matte black color again almost stealth in its uh in its appearance with some gold dashes around the actual spool itself which set it looking really good quality and quite classy in fact they've also changed the handle to a t-shaped grip pen historically had that egg-shaped oval type grip uh, that was the pen grip been used for years but slowly over the years they've been developing that handle and i quite like the t-shaped grip because i feel that i can get it between my thumb and two fingers and it gives me a nice grip the handle on this reel is soft as well so it's not a harsh handle it's not too soft but it's a nice soft grip to get hold of and the motion of the reel seems very very smooth indeed what i call good reels not so much with the cheap reels it does come with a, f a spare spool and there is a braid rubber band so people who fish with braid can have that rubber band to hold their braid line on the ratio on this is 4.7 to 1 4.7 to 1 this is improved slightly with the actual retrieval over the last version of this reel but i mean it retrieves your line at 95 centimeters per one turn of the reel which is really quite staggering and that's improved slightly on the older reels that they had just a few years ago they've upgraded that slightly now still has the ht100 drag uh, which is one of their big main features and it still hosts the manual bail arm which some people go oh you have to flick the bail arm over yourself this is the arm that goes over for those of you who don't know to release your line 
for casting some of the older reels and some of the new reels now when you turn the handle it automatically flicks that bail arm back over for you as i have learned over the years that can actually cause if the reel handle moves during cast the bail arm to flip over and crack off and snap off your gear in mid cast and um, if you're not careful i prefer a manual bail arm because i also like to just feel where the line's gone take up the slack with my finger and then just turn the bail arm back over to tighten up to get a nice grip on the actual uh, seabed so i quite like the bail arm being manual um not a problem for me the black metal handle is really good as well and the great thing about it as i always say with fixed ball reels is it is swappable so you can change this over by taking handle out um, little turn grip that they've got and turning it around because i do like to turn my hand winder on my right uh, using my right hand and then my left arm to hold the rod there is an argument about this uh, we've mentioned it before on the rod cast some people say i'm a little bit cack handed etc but uh, you know i do prefer to turn that uh, real handle with my uh, right hand it's just one of those things i do the surplus the three is a really good long casting reel once i got it up the beach i paired this funnily enough with the rod i had borrowed just to try out and that was the die iowa sea hunter 13 foot and what a great combination that made loaded the reel with uh, just 18 pounds mono line and i put a 50 pound shock leader on because i'm a bit old school i prefer to fish with the uh, nylon line rather than the braid i think braid is a little bit harsh sometimes but the reel felt really good on the rod it wasn't heavy it's quite a light reel really but wow it really did cast nicely i think something to do with that tapered spool that it's got with these long conical shaped spools that the uh, fixed ball reels tend to have now the modern fixed ball reels which is really nice and they slowed down the oscillation system slightly so the surf blaster will let you cast further than ever before the great thing about this reel is there's six sealed stainless steel ball bearings in this including the instant reverse bearing this results in it really being smooth actually and it's got a nice smooth retrieve on it even when i went up the beach i did catch some fish and i did have some bass and i did have a couple of dogfish and it really did reel those in really nicely the surf blaster 3 does come with a spare spool which i really did like but to be honest i with reels i never really use the spare spool maybe that's just me i, I really don't know i think you know get the spool loaded with line and away i go it's got five plus one sealed stainless ball bearings on this and i could really feel that when i was reeling the reel in and the oscillation speed seemed just perfect really nice and smooth reminded me a lot of the shimano type range of reels with that quality feel the ht100 drag system was great didn't really have much use for it to be honest um because i didn't catch any really big fish but i'm sure if you've got a lunker on and um, that drag system would come in really handy just to give your fish a little bit of leeway just in case you need that when you're fighting a big fish but really nice reel cast really well providing as with all these fixed balls you top the line up as far as you can get it to the top lip before it starts falling off everywhere it's a fine balance believe you me i've overfilled fixed ball reels because i want them to cast better and i've walked down the road with them and we'll put it in your tackle box and the line all springs off and you end up with a hell of a mess but you've just got to get the happy medium of making sure with all fixed balls especially the long nose fixed balls the conical fixed balls like this to top up you know with line right to the top of the lip because if you don't and you you have to cast over that lip if say if you don't put so much line on then when that flies through the air 
um, that's going to slow that down. So you're not getting the best possible cast out of your fixed ball if you don't top that line right up. Really handled the bass very well. Dogfish, well, you know, to be honest, they wasn't huge, but it seemed to reel them in very nicely. And I found that it cast in all good styles. I found off the ground casting to be really good with this reel. You can load the line really nicely and really blast it out, hence the name, I guess, Pen Surf Blaster. You can really hit this reel hard when you're casting, and it seems to just lap it up. You know, the harder you cast with it, the better the reel kind of handles, really. So it is true to its name, the Pen Surf Blaster. Overhead thump casting, again, you know, really easy, nice, easy. And when you're targeting the breakers, I did a little bit of close-in fishing because I knew there were some bass around. I actually put on a couple of lures as well and tried that. That's some holographic lures I had, and that really handled it quite well. It wasn't an ideal spinning rod, a whacking great big 13-foot Diawa rod that I was using, but it, I could flick a lure out, and I could feel the lure moving when I was using the reel as well. So it's an all-round beach reel, really, and I think it really comes into its own for long-distance casting when you hit that cast hard. This reel is certainly a great workhorse, and it's one of those reels you think it could last you a very, very long time. Really liked it. Retail price about 130 quid, I suppose, for a brand new reel. So it sits upper end of the tackle reel market for long cast fixed spools. Um, obviously, the dearer ones and there's cheaper ones, so it's the upper level. But I think 130 quid is well worth paying, considering this reel is probably going to last you if you look after it for many many years and i don't think there would be any real reason to upgrade that reel that's another strength of pen reels you can have a pen reel and the bearings and everything do last for quite a long time so all things good that is the pen surf blaster 3 and um, check them out they're in the shops they're online and if you're looking for a new high quality fixed ball beach casting reel the pen surf blaster 3 is an ideal choice jolly good indeed and that is your tackle on text for this week on the Rodcast. there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Okay, as we make the most of our last dying sunshine, uh, he says depressingly uh, as autumn approaches and summer dies away which is hanging on to this little indian summer at the moment aren't we and we all love an indian summer don't we long may it continue so we're going to be talking turbot and how to catch those lovely fish around the british isles now they're a beautiful fish very strong fighter amazing looking fish and very very expensive in restaurants posh restaurants around the uk will charge quite high amounts of money to have a turbot dish um, but we're going to look at catching these beasts around the British Isles not really a southeast fish much or a north sea fish these tend to be more to the south southwest coast and route up round into Scotland and on the coast of Ireland is the, the best place to catch these turbot but they are showing around the sandy bays of the south and southwest so what do we know about these uh, sandy coloured beasts that lurk around our sandy bays well the scientific name for these is Scopholmus maximus the size up to 5 foot and 50 pounds but the UK shore call average is around about two to six pounds. The minimum size for these is 16 inches, and the UK shore caught record, that's not a boat, that's uh, actually caught off of the shore, is 28 pounds, eight ounces. That's big. They are getting near threatened, such is the commercial pressure put on these fish. Uh, they are getting a little bit worrisome in numbers, but no action's being taken at the moment to uh, put any bans on these or any limits to catches. Where do they live? Well, they're seen as a more commonly around the south but actually you can find them throughout the uk on sandy and muddy light broken ground it likes to eat small fish prawns and crustaceans which is almost circular in shape not quite a circle but almost a circle and it's its skin is scaleless even though it looks like it's got scales the brown pattern on these when you first catch them do look as if they've got scales but they haven't and the color does vary slightly um, but it's usually a shade of brown with black spots or brown that it will have a white underside. Its eyes are very small and it has got quite a large mouth actually for a flatfish and generally prefer sandy and muddy seabeds. That's where they kind of lurk, bit of mud, bit of sand. But they can also be found around light mixed and broken ground. They've even been found around rough ground and uh, if there's any food that's where they're going to be. Turbot come into shallow water quite often, mainly in the spring and early summer, it has to be said. Uh, this is the best time to catch them for the shore angler, so we're a bit late coming to the turbot as we go into September. But something to bear in mind maybe for next spring. They will be turbot caught for most of the rest of the year. I mean, you can catch them, but with only the coldest few months of winter, seeing turbot very difficult to catch. And this is what's kind of happening with our world today, with global warming. 
years ago you could actually say oh no turbot they're they're an early summer species but everything seems to be shifting don't you think with global warming and weather it's really strange i grew up kind of fishing with the seasons if you like in the spring it would be flounder in the summer it would be mackerel and bass and then in the autumn it would be whiting and it was a very quite a distinct landmark when you started catching whiting that would be sort of september october time and the codlin would follow around about late October, November, with the best whiting catches, usually in the frosty nights of October and November. But then you think bass as a summer species, but bass can be caught now all year round, even in the winter. So it's all gone crazy. So there are turbot around, and you may well catch one on these summer, uh, late summer evenings of our Indian summer as the weather stays quite warm through September. And we like all that. We don't want to get too cold too soon, do we? When the months get really cold, they tend to disappear into deeper water, and it's very unlikely that you're going to catch a turbot in midwinter. But you can catch them up until September and October. Turbot are a hunting fish, and they feed mostly on small fish. In the summer, they take sand eels, sprats, and even small mackerel. So you know they're around where there's mackerel and whitebait, which are abundant at that time of year. In winter, and as it gets a bit colder, they tend to feed on species such as small baby pin whiting, and even rockling, as well as taking crabs and prawns. So if they're feeding on whiting, and they're feeding on sprats, then you know they're going to be around in autumn months. Kind of makes sense. They're very similar looking to brill, actually, with the main difference being that turbot have an almost completely kind of round and rougher skin than the brill. Brill are quite, um, although they're the same size, brill are quite kind of smooth, whereas the turbot does have quite a rough body. But it seemed to be more common in the south and west. It's the south and southwest, and the English and Irish coasts is where the turbot seem to congregate, if you like. And to an extent, this is true. But... The north of Scotland has one of the UK's best turbot fishing venues, and it's perfectly possible to catch them around the northeast and North Yorkshire coastlines. Its range extends into the European waters as well, with turbot being found throughout the Mediterranean and the Black Sea. So if you're away and you're on holiday, you may well find a turbot on the dish in restaurants in Spain, Cyprus and places like that. While they're also found in the colder waters of Scandinavia and the Baltic Sea. Also in Alaska, if you've ever seen the TV programs, which I personally love watching about Alaska, The Last Frontier, etc. They do fish for turbot big time there. If you've ever seen the TV programs, which I personally love watching about Alaska, The Last Frontier, etc. They do fish for turbot big time there. And there's some huge fish, monster fish. Commercially speaking, turbot is a highly prized food fish, which provides firm white flesh and a delicate flavour. And it's very, very commercially caught in high numbers. Spain catches most of the turbot by far, accounting for around three quarters of all catches, with Britain and Germany and France taking most of the rest of Europe's catch of turbot. But they're caught mostly by beam trawling, although other trawlers and static nets can be used to catch these. There is a growing trend to raise turbot through the fish farming. In 2012, though, the Spanish commercial fishing company Pescanova lost as much as £30 million worth of turbot in their commercial farm when an aeration system and tanks broke down. The fish got starved of oxygen. I'm personally not really into farmed fish. I think it's a shame. I know we need the food, and it's a good way of keeping food 
coming onto our tables, but quite often you taste the bass out of the supermarkets which is farmed, put that alongside the bass that you've actually caught in the sea. It's totally different in taste and it's totally firmer and it's much more muscly and it's just a nicer tasting fish. Long-term commercial fishing pressure on turbot means that they are classed as nearly threatened, as I said. Uh, you know, if you catch small ones, please do be careful with them and put them back. Large open beaches are the best way to catch these and they're the best place to go fishing for turbot if you want to target turbot. And if you can get somewhere and check the lap, lay of the land as it were check the seabed where you're going to fish for these fish then you've got a better chance of remembering and casting into those gullies because they do like sniffing around in the gullies and on the banks and in between the banks rocky outcrops as well or patches of rough ground uh, will also hold these fish these features attract them because they attract small crabs and small fish and therefore wherever there's crabs and small fish turbot aren't far away but they can also be found on plain sandy beaches and sometimes on broken ground. Although smaller turbot will feed during the sunlight hours, bigger specimens remain a thing of the dark. They're a little bit nocturnal in the way they feed. Just before dawn, they tend to come on the feed a little bit more. So if you're targeting this species, you really want to go at night time on either side of the night. Turbot do come in quite close, so if you're fishing for them at night, then do vary your casting distances. I always say sometimes fish are really closer than you actually think. We're kind of tuned, if you like, to be casting leads out because we think the fish are out in the deeper sea. So people tend to throw and cast as much as they can. Quite often, especially these flatfish like sole, dab, and really turbot are no exception. So how do we catch these? Using plain leads is a good idea because, much like a bass, if you let your lead roll around and take your bait along the seabed into the gullies, into the sandbanks, and just let it drift around, that may well be attractive to these turbot because that's where they're going to be, sniffing around in these gullies. So using plain lead's a good idea and it moves the bait around to attract these turbot. Potentially to find a place in a gully on the seabed. That's the best place to catch them. Another technique is to turn the handle of the reel. Every now and again, I do this quite often when I'm soul fishing. Just, just really in a little way. Not too much, just three or four turns every now and again. Just disturbs the lead slightly, drags it along the seabed. And if there's any curious fish nearby, quite often they'll have a little sniff and you might well get a bite shortly after moving your lead along the bottom of the seabed. It sometimes does the trick. When fishing marks close in to rough or broken ground, then you want to use a breakaway lead then because you don't want to be drifting to some rocks or weedy areas and you're going to be losing tackle, getting snagged, and that doesn't make for a good night's fishing. But they do come in close, remember, so especially during darkness. So experiment with long casts, short casts, and short distances. Just behind the breakers, again, like we do with bass, you'll find that turbot linger just behind those breakers. They take loads of baits, different baits. Turbot are not a fussy fish. Quite often they'll take um, ragworm, lugworm, peeler crab, but it's usually the smaller fish which they like better. Take these baits with you, like your sand eels, and mackerel strip is another good one. And they tend to forage around on the seabed, these turbot. So if these smaller turbot are expected, hooks around 1-0 or 2-0 are your best choice. And it's a good idea to use a two-hook flapping rig to try two different baits. Bit of mackerel strip, bit of a 
herring and a bit of a small sand deal. When it comes to fishing for bigger turbot, then fish baits are the best choice. But turbot have quite large mouths and they can be quite aggressive, so they really will take the mackerel and herring strips. They also quite like blueies and then sand eels as well can be good baits for this species. My choice for this would be my classic single hook running trace and let the bait drift around. Let that run through the lead on a running trace and then hopefully just drift around on the seabed, especially on a plain lead. Running traces really come into their own then. And also, when the turbot takes it, it's got nothing to pull against. It's going to pull right through, right through the main line. So, flapper rigs or single hook running traces are your best bet. And your baits are strips of mackerel, herring, sandals, and some lug and rag. And I would say 3.0 to 4.0 hooks. Tops, 1.0 to 2.0 on the beaches. That's plenty big enough to catch these turbot so good luck with it i hope you get them good luck with your night fishing keep warm keep dry be safe and hopefully catch a nice turbot for your dinner table and that is your species on this week's rodcast well that's all we've got time for on this week's episode of the rodcast thanks for joining us we've enjoyed your company thanks to our suppliers for letting us have that wonderful pen surf blaster 3 enjoyed using that really good reel and i hope you can go and catch some turbot around the british isles a really really interesting fish to go for and very nice to eat too don't forget we're out every thursday on your usual platforms so join us again next week for everything fishing on the rodcast and tell your mates to make a date with the rodcast hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.